All right, daily fantasy picks coming up. So what do we got this week? We have the Sony Open in YLI Country Club, Honolulu, Hawaii. So this is a classic course. Uh, Seth Rayner, I believe. They've been playing here since the 60s. Um, really neat track, different than a lot of your, your stereotypical bomb and gouge courses on the PGA Tour. It's relatively tight. There's a premium on ball striking. Distance is not a huge, huge factor here. Obviously, distance is always going to be somewhat of a factor. You're not better off being short, but it is less of a determinant than it would be at, say, Torrey or Bethpage or a brawnier course like that. So, factoring that into our picks this week um, is critical because there are some guys that are going to be bombers that might be priced a little high based on what they usually do, um, based on what they usually do on the PGA Tour. But um, but this week, we kind of got to ignore those guys, fade those guys, and pick some of the tacticians that might not score as well on most PGA Tour courses. So in the top, top tier, a guy I'm looking at is Webb Simpson. So he's, I got him at 11,500 on DraftKings, which is second or third. JT is the number one, I think with good reason. He's played very well here before. He's as sharp of an iron player as it gets. Great around the greens. Um, really just a talented all-around player. So he is priced highly. I think will be heavily owned this week um, because he is so far and away the best player in the field, um, which is why I'm looking at Webb. Webb is, I think he's the 10th or 12th ranked player in the world. Phenomenal, phenomenal golfer. Um, longer than you might think, but a really, really, really solid iron player. Just a, a really good all-around guy and a place and a guy that's had success at YLI in the past. So at 11,500, I'm going to be putting him in my lineup this week. So moving down to the next tier of players, you're kind of 10,000 range. There are two guys I'm looking at here. So first off is Sung J M. Um, just another really, really talented all around guy. Kind of, I don't want to say poor man's, but a middle-class man's Webb Simpson in a way. Hasn't won yet, hasn't broke through, but came at, came in second at um, at the Sanderson. Um, had a real chance to win at the end. It was not a, a backdoor second. So I think he's ready to break through. He's a really sharp iron player. Not the longest guy in the world, but like I said previously, that's not going to make a huge difference. Um, so yeah, and, and Sungjae, I've heard this said on other podcasts, but once he breaks through, he, his odds are going to be a lot shorter than they are now. So I want to take him it, it, until he wins. I want to take him as often as possible just because he's that solid. Um, and the next guy is another president cover, uh, international guy. And that's Abe answer. So Abe is a guy that might struggle at a, at a bigger course cause he is not a long player, but he's an extremely solid ball striker place. Like Wiley suits his eye perfectly. Um, he, we know he's playing well. He was lights out at the President's Cup, and that wasn't that long ago. It was only a month ago. Um, and I like that form to continue into, into the Sony. So those are my, my upper-tier guys. And then to kind of round this team out. So because we didn't go with that top, top tier, that the Justin Thomas or, or even Patrick Reed type player, gives us a little more flexibility to round out our lineup at the bottom end. So the next guy I like is Brant Snedeker, and I got him at 10,300. So kind of in that... Sungjae Abe, uh, 10,000 range. So Brant's a guy who's just, again, does not have the distance. He, he's, um, 
he's been on tour forever, is a really, really solid ball striker and a really solid putter, which is important in Wiley because the greens are, are, are pretty difficult. Um, everyone's going to be hitting greens. No, sorry, sorry. I, everyone's going to be... Everyone's going to be hitting greens in, in the sense that if you want to compete, you need to make putts. Um, so I, it's kind of a... Let me back that statement up. If you're going to succeed, you need to hit greens. There we go. Um, it, it is not a super challenging course off the tee. It's relatively short. So if you're going to be in that top contending tier of player, you need to be hitting greens. And if you're really going to contend, you need to be putting. So I like Brant Snedeker's iron game. I like his putting. Obviously, he's a legendarily good putter. Um, and I think he'll do well here. Again, a place where distance isn't as big of a factor as it would be elsewhere. So on my bottom end, I have Zach Blair. So Zach Blair is a guy. He's in the 8,000 range. Um, and he he's one of those stereotypical guys you've heard a million times where he can play. He will contend at one of... He is not going to contend in many places. He there, there are guys that are short on the PJ Tour, and then there's Zach Blair. He is amongst the shorter hitters on the tour, but he has had incredible success because he is such a solid ball striker, very solid putter, very solid around the greens, and he's had success at Wildlife before. I think he was... He didn't play last year because he was on the corn ferry, but um, previously he's had multiple top tens here. So I think he's the kind of relatively cheap player. That, that could do well here. And then to round up my lineup at 8,900 is Scott Piercy. He doesn't exactly fit the mold that I've been describing in terms of a shorter tactician. He, he, hits, the, he hits a heavy ball. He, he's a, he's a, a distance guy. But he's had success here in the past. And I think he just kind of... At 8,900, I think he's a good, I think he's good value. And he just I, I needed someone to round up my lineup in that price range. So he was, the, he was a natural fit. So that's my DFS breakdown for, for this week. Go get them, boys.